Life is hard. Health is hard. Burpees are hard. I also have the unique privilege of seeing what else is hard. Obesity is hard. Depression and anxiety are hard. Complacency is hard. And mediocrity is hard. I tell everyone, choose your heart. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing 10 Rules for Resilience, Mental Toughness for Families. The author is Joe DeSena, and this book is published in 2021. I want to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with 10 Rules of Resilience, RDP, Hard Road versus Easy Fix, Beware of the BS, Live Your Values, Fail Forward, Daily Routine, Integrity, and brain versus fear, where brain is an acronym. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, life doesn't always give you what you want or even what you need. Sometimes it just gives you obstacles to see if you're ready for them. You have two options when you face an unexpected obstacle. You can put your head down and shut out the world, pretend that difficult roadblock isn't there, or you can rise, look up, and take those obstacles head on. I know the truth. Eating right is hard. Life is hard. Health is hard. Burpees are hard. Honesty is hard. Integrity is hard. Changing habits is hard. Parenting is hard. Because my job puts me in such close contact with people who are desperate to transform their lives. I also have the unique privilege of seeing what else is hard. Obesity is hard. Depression and anxiety are hard. Complacency is hard. And mediocrity is hard. I tell everyone, choose your heart. Resilience is the ability to respond to some kind of adversity as if the adversity didn't happen. It's the ability to press on. What I am proposing to you in this book is the concept of true resilience, which is the ability to not only walk through adversity, but to use it to grow. True resilience develops from a body and mind that have been carved out of challenge and failure. True resilience allows you to persevere with confidence and calmness through circumstances most people would consider overwhelming or downright impossible. This book was born in 2020. While I watched as families all over the globe faced the discomforts thrust at them and realized how insanely unprepared most people are for difficulty. How we handle challenges defines us and our families. While the entire world was asking, how do we make things safer for ourselves and our kids? I was wondering, how do we make kids more resilient and parents more tough so when this happens again, they are ready? End quote. That is from the introduction of another mental toughness classic from Joe DeSena. I have yet to encounter a mental toughness book I didn't like, and this book is simply awesome. Joe DeSena is the creator of the Spartan Races, which is a challenging race where all you do is face obstacles along the way. He's also the author of Spartan Up, The Spartan Way, and Spartan Fit. Any one of them will fire you up to take on any obstacles that are currently holding you back from pursuing a more meaningful life. Insight number one, 10 rules of resilience. Quote, true resilience is built on a set of rules that I'll outline for you in each chapter of this book. Each of these rules has served me and my family in innumerable ways. And my goal in writing this book is to remind and teach you 
that it's never too late for you and your family to know true resilience. These are the 10 rules for building true resilience. One, you can't until you can. Two, earn, not given. Three, commit to no BS. Four, live your values. Five, fail forward. Six, dedicate to a daily. Seven, discipline breeds. Eight, into the wild. Nine, raw courage. And finally, number 10, ready for anything. No one can predict when you'll need to access a warrior's resilience, but if 2020 is any indication of the future, resilience will be the single greatest tool available to you and your family as we head into unknown territory, end quote. Each of the 10 rules of resilience is broken out into its own chapter, and each chapter provides the general principle behind the rule and then ideas and exercises for applying these rules to your family. As much as I love the word resilient, the Optimized Coach program introduced me to a more powerful term, coined by author Nassim Talib, and it's called anti-fragile. Some people live a life of fragility, while others learn to become resilient. But the ultimate goal should be to reach anti-fragility, where the obstacles in your life actually make you stronger. Insight number two, resilience data points. Quote, as you'll learn in this book, the keys to true resilience are hard work, failure, and action. Therefore, the opposite of true resilience is doing nothing at all, being successful in opting out, and achieving the least. Trust me, this is never the path to a great life. And I mean never. When you act, you have data. You can learn, change, and grow. End quote. Dr. Laura Pence, who is the key contributor to this book, refers to the data required to be successful as resilience data points, or RDPs. I love that term because it reminds me of one of my favorite ways to look at life. Making improvements in your life is nothing more than a willingness to put on your lab coat and run experiments. The only way to improve any aspect of your life is by experimenting to determine what works and what doesn't work. By running experiments, you commit to putting in the work, constantly taking action, and demonstrating resilience by overcoming the inevitable failures that are part of this process. Quote, Small wins grow into big gains for both you and your kids. The you can't until you can attitude isn't all about grand, sweeping, life-altering changes. Sometimes it's just about doing the smaller, hard stuff too. The point is, you must become more aware of what state your mind is in and then change the way you think, behave, and act in accordance with where you want to be, not where you are today. End quote. As you collect your RDPs, remember these are not life-altering achievements. They are the small, seemingly insignificant experiences that allow you to learn, grow, and overcome the obstacles in your life. Insight number three, hard road versus easy fix. Quote, self-esteem comes from the struggle it takes to improve enough to win whatever winning means for you. For some, winning means coming in first. For others, it's improving your time or conquering an obstacle or finishing a 10K. But if you don't do something hard to get the external reward, the trophy, victory loses its meaning, end quote. DeSena says we often look at participation awards as something that we do for our kids, but says that he encounters so many adults who have the participation mindset. The participation mindset is a way of justifying your action and pushes you further away from resilience. Quote, I worked a full day. So I deserve to watch a few hours of Netflix when I get home instead of engaging with my family or working on a hobby that might help me grow into the person I want to be one day. 
I put in 40 hours of work this week, so I deserve to do nothing on the weekend except watch movies and sleep in. The most accomplished people I know, the ones with an abundance of true resilience, refuse to rest on their laurels. It doesn't even occur to them that they earned something, because the truth is, the struggle is the reward. End quote. Those are just a couple examples of mental justifications that lead to an entitled mindset, which says, I did this, so I get that. The key is learning to fight past the desire for immediate gratification, which leads to entitlement and chronic unhappiness. Insight number four, beware of the BS. Quote, the stuff you buy doesn't define you. I see it all the time, a faulty investment in gear because some people believe it will help them achieve their goals faster, when in reality it's principles like commitment, hard work, and accountability that get you across the finish line. This is one of the first obstacles you need to confront on a path to resilience. Looking the part does not make you the part. You're trying to expedite progress without doing the work, and it's BS. Why do we do this? Our BS is the stuff we intentionally put between our current unsatisfying and overly comfortable life and the fulfilling and uncomfortable life we want. Excuses, high expectations, pursuit of perfection. We plant them right in the gap between where we are and where we want to be, and we give them permission to block us. You don't need a new pair of tennis shoes to start doing burpees today and continue every day for the rest of your life, end quote. Ouch. This message really hit home for me. Not only do I see this every day in the lives of others, I unfortunately see it in myself. I struggle to put something out if I don't think it's the best I can do, and that level of perfection is impossible to measure up to. The result is it hinders my progress and my ability to jump in and get in the game. I convince myself that I need a new microphone, I need that new software, or I need to read one more book before I really kick it into high gear. Well, today, I'm making the decision to call BS on all of it. And if you struggle with this as well, I challenge you to do the same. Insight number five, live your values, don't preach. Quote, be your child's best role model by living your family values in all sectors of your life, in your career, and as a parent, spouse, and friend. Even if you don't think your kids are watching, they will notice and learn from your example, even at the earliest of ages. If you want your kids to see value and joy in physical activity, then you must commit yourself to exercise and taking care of your body. If you want your kids to understand the value of taking care of things and picking up after themselves, pick up your own messes. Do the dishes. Don't leave a pile of clothing on the bathroom floor after a shower. Should you expect your child to exhibit behavior that you are not exhibiting yourself? End quote. This is from the chapter on living your values, and specifically with your family. Your kids are watching, so parents, it's time to raise our awareness of the little things we do every day that may be teaching our kids the wrong life lessons. I share that with you so that it helps me internalize it in my own life. Insight number six, fail forward. Quote, if you get nothing else from this book, know that our ability to face obstacles and fail forward and learn from our mistakes is success in disguise. That's right. Failing is succeeding. I know this because the more I witness people running away from what is uncomfortable, difficult, and challenging, the greater the instances of depression, bad health, and general dysfunction, end quote. I have always loved the term fail forward because in some ways it gives me the energy to continue on the path. Eventually, those failures will lead to your own personal breakthrough, but only if you commit to the journey long enough. 
As DeSena advises, if you live your life refusing to take on challenges because you fear failing, you will pass this on to your kids, who will grow up fragile and avoid mistakes at all costs. Insight number seven, daily routine. Quote, real change starts with structure. The best thing you can do if you want to be someone who is more tolerant of discomfort, more willing to lean into what's tough when others lean out, and more healthy overall, is to find a daily routine, set up a schedule, and stick to it. Write it down, force yourself to do it, end quote. It was my daily routine that kept me sane during COVID. I have been running a morning routine for years now, but much more structured since 2019. My morning routine checks off everything that's important to me, not what is important to my job, social media, or anyone else. If you start early enough, you can run through a routine without any distractions and serve yourself up for the upcoming day. Quote, Creating a daily schedule and a consistent routine is a surefire way to go from unmotivated to motivated and aimless to amazing. The best antidote I've found for endless worry and anxiety is a commitment to the mundane tasks of a daily routine, end quote. In Manager Day-to-Day, they tell us, quote, at the end of the day, or really from the beginning, building a routine is all about persistence and consistency. Don't wait for inspiration. Create a framework for it, end quote. I know most people recognize the importance of a daily routine. The question that you must ask yourself is, do you have one? Insight number eight, integrity. Quote, integrity works like a structural engineer who walks around a worksite and tests the strengths of materials. The engineer looks at the foundation and asks, is it level? Is it sturdy? Can the materials in the structure hold up to outside forces like extreme weather? When my choices are tested, my character is challenged and my values put on the line. It is integrity that keeps me above the fray. Every day, life presents you with a consistent stream of resistance. Fires at work, kids that are having a hard time, training schedules gone haywire. But you can't go wrong if your integrity is leading the way. Discipline allows us to meet ourselves. Discipline enforces a much-needed integrity check. End quote. I love the word integrity, and I try to reflect on my daily integrity every day. D-W-Y-S-Y-W-D, do what you say you will do, is one of my favorite ways to apply integrity to my life. I'm not perfect, nor do I seek to be perfect, but every day I wake up challenging myself to show up as my best self. In The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, he says, quote, It's in that moment's decision, when nobody else is watching, and no one will ever know. When your choice is so slight, so insignificant, it's at that moment that you find out whether or not you have slight edge integrity, end quote. What do you do when nobody is watching? Challenge yourself to live with integrity daily. It's that important. Insight number nine, brain, B-R-A-I-N versus fear. Quote, no matter what scares you, remember that fear is just a feeling. Dr. L says, so many people are confusing fact with feeling. The fear signal is immediately being attended to as if it were the behavior guru, an expert worth listening to at all times. Fear is telling me not to do it, so I shouldn't, end quote. The center's family uses this great acronym to address fear, and what I love about his work is he's dedicated to teaching his kids about resilience and overcoming fear. The simple acronym he suggests using is BRAIN. The B is for breathe, take some deep breaths. 
They are recognize, name what you are feeling, fear, worry, embarrassment, nervousness, etc. The A is for armor, identify the tools you need to be brave in this situation. The I is for imagine, imagine a win. Think about how you would feel after you have faced your fear. And the N is for next. Take the next best step. Move forward. End quote. When you're frozen by fear, never underestimate the power of walking yourself through these steps. Naming your fears is one of my favorites because by giving it a name, you send your brain an empowering message that you've figured out its game plan. All fear is trying to do is protect you by keeping you in your comfort zone. DeSena goes on to say, quote, you don't have to hide this from your kids. Your children will never know what courage is if they don't see you afraid but doing something anyway. As you become an expert at managing your own fears, your kids will try to do the same with theirs, end quote. If you struggle to motivate yourself to push past your fears, then consider reflecting on the lesson you are teaching your children. Do you want your kids to live fearful lives void of courage and risk? I didn't think so. Here's a final thought from Joe DeSena. Quote, if there's any lesson that I want you to take from this book, it's just that be more intentional, more focused as a human and as a parent. I know all the excuses about why you can't. You're too tired, too overwhelmed, too stressed, too this, too that. And sure, some would argue that parents are more focused now than they've ever been. But what I highlighted in these pages, we aren't dialing in to the right things. We're prioritizing abundance over adversity, success over struggle, perfection over purpose, and fun over failure. Choosing the harder route is not alluring. I get it. But I believe that many of us feel the ground underneath us sinking. We are craving more and want better. Cultivation of true resilience in you will grow resilience in your kids. End quote. I hope you enjoyed my favorite insights from this book. If you want to build more resilience in your life and the lives of your kids, then this book is a truly valuable resource. Joe DeSena is a very inspiring man, and I enjoyed the lessons I learned from The 10 Rules for Resilience. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.